What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy Lita Johnson, you know, uh, All-Star Weekend Podcast. I, I got to do this. You know, it's my one of my favorite times in sports. Um, so much has happened, all right? So much has happened in All-Star Weekend. What I do want to talk about first is we did see the celebrities, uh, famous Lowe's, congratulations to him. Um, it, was, it was an exciting game. Exciting game, um... Celebrity game was better this year than ever, period. I mean, it was guys balling. Steve Smith was balling. Uh, Ray Allen was out there telling people he still got it. He, it's like he became a superhero. He put on his Jesus Shuttleworth uniform, okay? Um, Who else out there? Jason Williams, you know, he had a couple of bombs. But they had their four-point line. That's a little exciting. It's something different to bring to a celebrity game, you know. You can basically use your imagination because it's not like, professional so it's gonna be some good stuff um who else on on that uh on that whole ticket and if Aja Wilson is the listen Maya Moore being gone you might as well cancel Christmas I think she's gonna dominate she she's something special um who was bad bunny I'm sorry if I don't know I I that was crazy and there's one guy he was interviewing talking about it's bunny time I mean it just he just he was killing me um Quavo was good. Yo, Quavo and Amigos got that game, dog. Like, he's he's a dog out there. I mean, I swear to he's a dog. All right. Um, it's a good game. Good game. I, it, I mean, real competitive. Some hoopers who I would like to see in the next year. Look, we need Master P, uh, Romeo, Bow Wow, all right? Uh, Jaleel White. Anybody know about Jaleel White? Jaleel White got game. He got game. Bring him back. I mean, when Magic Johnson used to do this, this classic – he used to just a uh, uh, round ball classic, and Jaleel White used to kill it. He used to kill it. He could hoop. Uh, Mark Wahlberg, let's get him in there. Some guy that could ball. Uh, two chains, let's get him in there. Cameron. Cameron and Mace was high school basketball. Let, let's just get these boys in there, man. T.O., let's get T.O. in there. Let's get uh, Moss. Let's get Moss in there. I ain't going to lie, man. I want to see AI out there. Hey, I can just ball. I just miss AI balling, man. Can we get somebody? If we're going to go get some of the old players, let's do it then. Bring Kobe back. Put Shaq in there. Let's see what he do. Put Shaq with his son in there. Let's start start getting some of the uh, NBA legacy sons in there with their daddies to play. How about that one? That that would be a great idea. Just saying, NBA. Anyway, um, the, uh, it's the next game. Rising stars, right? Now, Team USA finally pulled one off after not being able to pull one off. But, you know, they had fun. Ben Simmons had 28. You know, five rebounds, six assists. Ben Simmons is just, he showed why he's still dominant. You know one thing about him, once he gets in against the ball and his space, he, his first step to gaining speed is, and he's 6'10", 240. Nobody wants to step in front of that. Like, he's either going to foul him or he's going to hurt you. Like, that's what makes him, because he'll get the ball on, like, a loose ball, pick it up, run straight to the goal, and everybody just part like the Red Sea. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about this is not even this game. Any game in, in transition, you know, you try to get in front of him, that's when he gets that full head of steam, that's his most dominant point to me that I've saw. I mean, it don't even got to be just full transition through full court. It can be half court. You know what I mean? It could be by three-point line. If he get the ball, he starts running toward the goal. I don't think you want to get in front of him. You know, you got to stop him in mid-stride. Like, you got to stop him. 
As soon as he get that ball, you got to be right in front of him. Or, or if he start dribbling. He start dribbling, then you got a chance to stop him. But once he's going full stride, nobody can stop him. And that's what makes him dominant enough to score 17 points a game without a jump shot because he's always going to have times on the floor like that. You're not going to expect a 6'10 guy. Not even a point guard is not even going. I'm, the point guards now can't run through people like Ben Simmons can. So that's what makes him there like that. Uh, Luca, you know, he did his thing all around game. Um, he looked good. Jason Tatum was, I think he had like 30 points. He was killing. He just got that shot. And I think it should be Kyrie and Jason Tatum and then Gordon Haywood. I think they need to turn this up to their big three for Boston for them to be elite enough. I don't think there's no – Alf Horford is still an all-star type player. So that's what makes Boston so interesting on that point because you got those guys. Jalen Brown and Rozier, to me, are not the guys I really, you know, worry about too much. And, you know, that's, that's depth and that's good players. But not like I worry about Gordon Hayward, um, Kyrie Irving, and, and, and Jason Tatum. I think those three are the ones. Al Horford can play. But now with the Eagle 16 now, those are the only guys I worry about, you know. Um, because you got Embiid and um Tobias Harris, I think will really get off and just have good games all the time, most of the time. And then Jimmy, he's more of an all-around guy, and he does his thing. And you know, just just a shout out about the Sixers, but we're gonna get past that. Um, Trey Young looked good. Trey Young, twenty-eight, like ten assists, look good. Um, Laurie, man, marketing people need to stop. Look, stop it right now. Listen, he's good. He is a unicorn. This guy's good. Um, OG and the boy look good. You know what I mean? He's athletic. He's back after the injury so much. This guy was a lottery pick in a lot of top class uh, drafts. So, I mean, he's a good good two-way player. It's going to be interesting to see how he gets and what type of player he turns into. Okay. Um, who else impressed me a lot? Um I like Bagley's Bagley, we haven't seen the best of him or Aiden. I mean, Kuzma was the MVP. This dude is ready to kill at will right now. Kuzma's ready to kill at will. I mean, this dude is, whew, Jesus. If the Lakers get their team, you know, back, because they, like people said they was, people forgot how they was, they was high. They was almost like number two at one time, wasn't it? I could have sworn that people saying number four, but I could have sworn at one time it was two. They was playing good defense. If you look at that team with Ingram, Kuzma, don't think about ball right now because you still got Rondo playing good. And then if you got Hart, you get all them guys. Those guys are productive. You put them, that's a better team than LeBron had in Cleveland. Look at that team he had in Cleveland last year. And look at this team. Way more potential in this team. And then you get ball back. With McGee. Then then you see, last year LeBron team was a bunch of JaVale McGee's, Lance Stevenson's, and maybe a, a poor man's Rondo. I mean, he really didn't have that type of team with Clarkson. They just all didn't fit and be Those young, he had young guys on that team. He had Nance, he had Hood, he had Clarkson. Compare those young guys to Ball, Ingram, and Kuzma, and Hart. Come on, man. This team can make some noise with a LeBron on there. And then you still got vets like Lance Stevenson that have been in the playoffs. McGee that been in the playoffs, won a ring. Rondo that been in the playoffs, won a ring. You get guys like that around. That's a very dangerous team to look at that could take everybody off and go face the Warriors in the conference finals. And I'm, I'm and listen, I'm going to tell you what could happen, so watch out. 
for the Lakers. I'm just saying. With LeBron there, anything can happen. All right, so now we got the three-point contest today. Got the slam dunk contest today. Um, Fun things. I mean, skills challenge. Now, my picks right now, we're going to go with it. Hamendu, my boy Hammy. Hammy Diallo, New York. I mean, this guy jumped out the ceiling. He's a Superman. Listen, people got to start doing their homework. Now, Dennis Smith Jr. can do it, too. Dennis Smith Jr., he came out that great point guard class. Like, Fox, all them boys can dunk like that. Fox, Fultz, uh, Ball, they all can dunk like that. That was that great point guard class. These guys are still going to be good. Everybody's Fultz is going to be a star. Fox, Ball, all of them are going to be stars, man. You just got to – they got to find their team that believes in them, <laughs> for real. Fox, and it was lucky. Smith got cut short because Luka was there. Then you can bring in Jalen Brunson because now Luka can get most of the ball. Smith Jr. can be ball-dominant in New York. He will be a star in New York. You see, he's already impacting. These these dudes are real good point guards. They wasn't lying about how good these point guards were. Even the dude in New York, that you know, Smith Jr. going to start over Frank uh, uh, Nikhilita. I hope I'm saying it right. He's a he's large wingspan. He had been uh, projected as a lottery pick for a long time. You know, in a couple of drafts. Then when he finally came out, he's a good two-way player. I mean, you know, I, I feel like uh, it's still a good point guard class. But going back to the actual fact, yes, I think Diallo wins over. And him and Smith Jr. going to have a classic one. We need another classic one. John Collins, man, he was killing in the rookie game. I mean, he is a savage. I, mean, I think it might be the coach in Atlanta. If you got Trey Young and John Collins, Amari Spellman, and Kevin uh, Herter on this team, it's 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 sky's the limit. You still got DeAndre uh, Embry. You still got a uh, um, Toy and Prince. You still got a lot of good. Pl- I, I really feel like this team can really take another leap with a good. You know, I guess t- next year you're gonna see. NBA is going to get competitive, and these guys, it's some good guys, it's some productive guys on their team. Like I said, John Collins, Trey Young, and Amari Spellman can do different things on their squad. Different things. It's going to be something to see, and they're going to be in a lottery, and they're going to get at one of the top five picks, I feel like, in this next draft. Um, The next guy, Miles Bridges, we, we just, you know what, this is going to be a good slam dunk. And then I saw how I, I really underplayed. John Collins being in here, and I see why he's in here. Miles Bridges, he's a bad boy, man. We forget all about, and he, out of all the four of the guys, he might be the most talented basketball player, even though Dennis Smith Jr. is a beast. All right, but he might be the most productive right now. You know, I mean, he, he's just a good player. He really is. So this is going to be good. This is going to be real good. Slam dunk contest. This is going to be good. I mean, you look at this, it's going to be real good. Uh, Three point contest. I'm just going to go with Steph, man. I'm just going to go with Steph, man. Him and Dirk. Y'all better watch Dirk. You think Dirk can't? He can still shoot. He just is athleticism and stuff. I mean, no, he can stand there and shoot. <laughs> Practice shooting. You better watch out. Dirk could take it. Matter of fact, I'm going to go with Dirk. I- I've been strong about him, man. I'm changing it right now. Steph and Dirk are going to go at it. There's some good shooters in this three-point contest. His brother Seth is in there. It's going to be interesting to see if he... Him and Steph, you know, it's it's interesting right there. I like to see that. That would be good if they both went to the finals too. I mean, that'd be good. See the Def and Steph, Dirk, and Seth. So those those are my guys that I'm thinking, but I'm picking Dirk. Um, gonna be good. Gonna be a a, a very um. Uh, Joe Harris is a 
Another guy, you know, he's averaging 47% from the three-point line. Watch out for him. So it's going to be good. It's been good. It was a real classic last year. Um, not last year, but the year the year that Zach Levine won against uh, Aaron Gordon. And then, you know, um, it was a, a good, great three-point shootout. So it, it just, just, just could be in the mode. Could be something in the mode of that. I could see it happening like that. Um, if in the history of slam dunk, I saw the starters, man. I wanted to say this. I got to get this out. The starters, it's a good show. I like it. Watch it. I support it. But the disrespect that happened with this dunk contest nominee stuff, I look on there and they got this thing called dunk contest nominee, uh, hall of fame, you know? So I look on there, right, and I see all these guys on there, and I do not see Dr. J. If if we are a part of this um, thing we call sports, we have to honor the, the facts, for one. You can't just put – you. Michael Jordan is the most popular. I, I get it. I get it because this generation don't know how, how, ever, how Irving – evolved basketball like before he was it wasn't Jordan let me tell you something before Irvin it wasn't a star like Irvin at all period wasn't nobody you could say oh he I know Will Chamberlain had 100 points that's probably was as big as anything but 100 points you know um but he wasn't that type of star not Bill Russell even though he broke barriers we could talk about that he, he did stuff for black people wouldn't have been an Irvin playing basketball it wasn't for people like Bill Russell. It might have been worse than that if it wasn't for Oscar Robinson. You know what I'm saying? So we got those two people to think about that. But the star factor, they weren't stars, especially doing what they were doing, breaking barriers. They were just part of history. You know, they was they was very important. They was one of the reasons, but Irvin made people wow. He made them wow. That's what we're talking about. The superstar factor, the wow factor. That was Irving. And and the NBA did not, they did not um they didn't accept Duncan. <laughs> there wasn't no three-point shot. Man, it was a three-point shot. Like my pop used to say, man, it was a three-point shot. It probably scored about 40 points a game. <laughs> you know, certain people like Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, uh, Rick Barry, used to talk about those guys with an average like 40 a game if it was a three-point shot. So, you know you know what's really getting to me? This generation probably might be like uh, back in the days Rick Barry and them played. It might have been rougher. You know, uh, you know, but uh, as far as scoring, it's, it's some scores now. You know, that's why I'm like, you know, so now the three point line is here. You're seeing guys benefit off of shooting so much. You know, I remember the time people said nobody shoot no more. Now they shooting like it's the OK Corral in the NBA, man. People are shooting from everywhere. They shooting from their bench is going down. So, um, yeah, so Irvin invented. He, he was the one to put the history to y'all. He was the one that he made NBA like Duncan. You know why? Because when the ABA was formed, when, when Irvin was so good, the ABA was formed and Irvin was the top star. The way he dunked the basketball. I mean, he told, he, he took over Rucker Park. People used to sit on top of buildings, on top of buildings and crowd everywhere around. That's where his, his, his legend grew from Rucker Park. And next thing you know, 
the ABA formed, and then, then they had the three-point line added to the a- ABA. That, that's what made it even more bigger, the three-point line. So the NBA didn't have that first. They didn't dunk. They didn't allow dunking like that. They didn't allow three-point shooting, right? So Irvin brought that. If Irvin wasn't on ABA, I guarantee you, I don't care about David Thompson or George McGinnis, and David Thompson played for the Nuggets. Y'all know about him. He was the man who made the three the 360 dunk famous, okay? That's another guy. Why You got to have trendsetters in there first. In the slam dunk contest, Julius Irvin made the free throw line famous. You know why I say I, I didn't say he invented it? Because somebody outside of basketball invented this move. And then Irvin decided, I, I don't, this is what I'm speculating right now, that he didn't just think of this on top of his head like somebody tells me. If I'm corrected, this is my speculation. So just to honor both sides of both, both points and both sides, I have to say that. He made it famous because nobody else didn't was, was talking about it until Irvin did it. Okay. Now Michael Jordan, he adds that to him winning. You know why? Because of Julius Irvin. He beat Dominique Wilkins with a free throw line dunk. And it still didn't look better than Julius Irvin. Alright, but he did it. A lot of people have done it after that. The 360 dunk, yeah, a lot of people do that, right? David Thompson. David Thompson of the ABA. They had the slam dunk contest. It's one of the most classic ones ever. Julius Irvin versus David Thompson. So we we people have to understand those two guys have to be in there. They have to. They have to. All right. We talk now. Then after that, you can put whoever you want to put in the slam dunk contest. You could put whoever you Michael Jordan. I would put him in there because he took it now with his. When he came to the NBA, he brought NBA to the next level. Next level of endorsement. Next level of everything. It was the child that Irvin birthed. <laughs> Straight up. It was like at shooting guard. You know, because Irvin was a small forward. Had hands larger than Michael. Was longer. Wingspan. He was like, if you want to look at guys to me that compare to Irvin, because you have to have that, like the Greek freak. He's like a taller, more longer. But that's what Irvin was. Tall, long. Guys like him. Guys like uh, Clyde Drexler. They kind of remind me of Julius Irvin. You know, except Irvin was just more dominant. You got to say Michael Jordan, but Michael Jordan wasn't as long. I'm talking about long guys. It wasn't too many. That, that's what you have to look at. Like maybe Connie Hawkins back in the day. It wasn't too many guys with the wingspan of an Irvin at the small forward position. You was outmatched. He going to dunk over you. He going to all that. Um, yeah, the ABA had some stars, man. Had some real live guys that are Hall of Famers right now. Like, you know, Rick Berry's and um, Dave, if, if David Thompson, if I'm saying some guys, these guys in the Hall of Fame, something's wrong. Rick Berry, David Thompson. Connie Hawkins. Connie Hawkins might be up for debate, but Connie Hawkins was good, man. You know, uh, George McGinnis. Guys like that played the NBA. Dan Issel. You know, guys like that was good, man. Should be in the hall. Three-point competition, the history of that. To look at who. They had that one good. Starters had that one. Excellent. Excellent. Craig Hodges, I was proud of that one. Cause he he was good. He just ain't play no good ball. Ain't play no good ball, but the boy can shoot. He won three in a row. That's how many three point shooters they had on the Bulls. They made sure they had some 
assassins in case Jordan had to pass out or Pippen did. They had a whole bunch of them. Remember when they had Craig Hodges, John Paxson, then Steve Kerr came. They always had some shoots, BJ Armstrong. So, you know, um, yeah, Larry Bird, uh, you know, Dirk, guys like that. And, and that, that, that's what trips me out. Like, you know, um, if I'm missing somebody in the three-point competition, you know, let me know. But those are the guys, you know, going back to the history of the three-point contest, they really don't talk about it as much as they talk about slam dunk because the slam dunk was big. Like, it really – listen, this generation would not even be a generation without Duncan. People underplay it too. Like, oh, it's because he Duncan. Duncan is a power – you know what Duncan is? When you jump up and – you. It's something you're not going to stop. Once he puts it in the hole, it's over with. And it's something that's hard to challenge. You have to challenge a person. Not only do you have to challenge his vertical leap and his athletic ability, you have to challenge his power when he's bringing the ball down. So people downplay Duncan because that's a very hard thing to stop. Head up, it's more easy to stop a three-pointer. Stop a person's angle and rotation and how they roll off their fingers. They, they mental concentration. It's easy. But when you're going for a dunk and it's power, it's hard to stop. You have to get in the you have to get in the right angle, or you're gonna get posterized. Yeah, there's a word for that. When you shoot a three in somebody's face, nobody's gonna take a picture of that and say posterized. No, when you get dunked on, they say posterized. So if you if you have a so now it's time to put this into context. If you're talking about people who dunking on people, right? Stop downplaying it because people can't stop it, or they or or, or somebody that you like can't do it. They can't dunk like this guy. Not only can he dunk like that, he has an all-around game with it. That's the crazy part. And when people have the all-around game. That's why you think Sean Kent was so dominating because he can he can play ball, but he's gonna dunk on. He's gonna jump on alley oops. He's gonna be bad and hard to stop and transition. He's gonna, you know what I mean? Then he's gonna punch on the rain man. He make it rain on you with a dunk. We ain't talking about the the shot. No, he was that good. Came out of high school. Sean Kemp, look him up. Got a son named Jermaine Kemp in the 2019 class. Pretty good four-star kid. Um, Sean Kemp was a legend. So we talk about that in the All-Star game. I want to get to that. This is going to be something. Now, I told y'all who I picked for three-point contest. Told y'all a little knowledge. I just don't want to get everybody. I'm going to be done soon. Um, the All-Star game, MVP. Anybody can be it, man. You know, it's just real hard. But if I'm talking about a person that could be the MVP, it might be LeBron. LeBron might get. Tri- I'm thinking LeBron gets a triple double in the All Star game. He got Kawhi Leonard. He got Kevin Durant. He got a guy to get hit the outside shot. He got Ben Simmons in there, so he's gonna get his scoring. It's gonna be a time when Ben Simmons coming to the game, and it's gonna be LeBron and Ben. Sim- I-, I guarantee we're gonna see that they're gonna have Ben Simmons. At po- a coach can't wait to coach Ben Simmons. Who can't wait to coach a six ten point guard? So the all-star team, this this team right here, I understand. I, I'm picking this team too, Team LeBron. I mean, this is like the better team. But it ain't like Guinness can't win. You got all-stars too. But this all-star team just looks better. You got the two best players in the league on the same team. Then you got one of the top five. You got three of the top five players on the same team. Then you got one um, next-level point guard at 6'10". You ain't seen one like this since Magic. Everybody said, why you compare him to Magic? Uh, you know what? I, I will give people the benefit of the doubt of saying that because he didn't start his career as a point guard. That's the only reason I give you that benefit of the doubt, saying don't compare him to Magic. That's it. 
That's the only reason I say that. That's the only reason. But other than that, he what are you talk? He passes. His passing is great. But the thing is, once again, he didn't start his career as a point guard, so he ain't gonna have that same IQ Magic has at point guard. But he does have an unbelievable basketball IQ enough to switch from power forward. That's why you can't compare because you can't compare Magic to him either. Magic played center in a game, but he didn't play it for his whole career in high school or he didn't play it for his whole career. You could sneak up on somebody 6'9", and you, you feeling like, oh, what's, you ain't never guarded this man at this position before, and he's athletic enough to score on you that one game. But for a person to play through their whole prep career, college career, then all of a sudden jump into a point guard, the hardest position to play in basketball a little different now because you can you can put people like russell westbrook who i feel james harden at point guard who i feel these guys are shooting guards you know because they don't have the to me the basketball he has a good basketball iq westbrook on taking them away from but he has a good enough not good enough to be a point guard he makes a lot of mistakes and you know ben simmons is in between ben simmons actually has a pure point guard mentality and people are forcing him to become a scorer so now he's dealing with that in between his mental. And, it's you know, you could tell it's different from – he's making good passes. He has weapons. But it's different from last year. He was more patient last year. He was. Now people are trying to force him to be a different person, to be, you know, the alpha dog and scoring. And that's why I'm glad that the Sixers have four other guys. Ben Simmons in this game, these all-star games, he has fun. He just – he don't care what people say. He plays his game. He don't got to. You can see the, the ultimate talent in Ben so when Ben gets on the floor, oh my! And then then LeBron got Kyrie Irving on the team. Come on, man! This is it's almost unfair. <laughs> so, but they still got all stars in their team. They can beat this team. I'm just saying, like you got some of your you know guys. You look at it like wow, he traded Westbrook for Ben. You know why? Yeah, right. Davis, come on, man! Look at these guys he got. I mean, these guys finna have fun. You put Ben Simmons at the point, and you put Kevin Durant and, and, and LeBron James on the team, and you put Anthony Davis on the team, and you put um, whoever. What you want to put? Kyrie? You can do that. With Ben Simmons at point guard, Kyrie can score off the ball. You do that. You bring Kawhi Leonard in. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to see this Ben Simmons. I'm waiting to see it. So who I think will be the MVP, I think it's LeBron. I think LeBron – could be the MVP of this game. Uh, Guinness is going to be good. He's going to do good in this game. Joel Embiid is definitely going to clown because he's not going to be the dude. Sit- that's what's going to make. That's what makes that team a little scary because you put Joel and Guinness on the same team, and that's almost ridiculous. Who stops them anywhere in the paint? They can get there, and then Joel going to be shooting some threes. Guinness going to try some. Next to LeBron is Guinness and uh, Joel Embiid, who I think, and, and the, of course Durant can, with, with point guards there like Ben, that love to pass the ball. I'm telling you, it's gonna, I think he'll have the most assists through the whole game. So this is going to be a big game, y'all. Everybody enjoy yourself. Skills challenge, I'm sorry. Oh, look at that. About to check out, and I, I'm not respecting the skills challenge. Hmm. I'm going to go with Jason Tatum. I just, what he did in the rookie game, I just feel like Jason Tatum takes this one, man. Watch yourself. Luca, that's another guy to look for. Luca can do a lot. He's very, very, uh, 
good ball handler and can shoot. I think these will be two guys we're going to look at for that one. So I'm out, y'all. Listen, enjoy yourself. All-Star Weekend is big. Enjoy the Alliance um, football. Alliance of American football, NFL. Glad they did that. This is good. You're going to see guys from um, different football. Like if you're undrafted, if you're coming out the FCS and not the FBS, you'll be have a chance to make it. Because when you're in them developmental leagues, just like that's what I think it is to me. Just like NBA G League, you're a one. You you got your your foot halfway through the door. So that's big. When you get your foot halfway through the door, guess what can happen? You can get to the NFL. All you got to do is play big now. You're there. So it's going to be something big to see. And I'm going to be doing a lot. I mean, I've been doing a lot of research and reports. I, I, I recently hurt my leg, man. So I'm on one leg. and <laughs> I banged my knee, uh, fell on my knee twice. And um, I'm good. We're going to make a lot happen. Um, it's going to be big all-star weekend. Y'all enjoy yourself. I'm out, man.